I don't know why I am here because I add nothing to this conversation. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys from the past, the present, the future, and from any old time you can think of. My name is Jason. You are listening to episode number 54. Joining me tonight, as usual, from IGrewUpStarWars.com, the OT curmudgeon, Tom. Hello, Who Tom. doesn't have anything to say lately. We should really start talking about, you know, the past. The past. Isn't I know that, we uh, have... Isn't that uh, part of the mantra? Do... Yeah, didn't past. we do, like, uh... haven't we... We did, like, Revenge of the Sith or something, didn't we, recently? I can't remember now. Oh, gosh. That was probably May of last p- year. That's the past. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. That was. Technically, it's the past. <laughs> We did. We I'd like to talk. Force I'd two. like to talk about uh, years that have the uh, an eight in them. And I'm I know. talking about really, ninety-eight or <laughs> yeah, two thousand eight. We, we fell off the wagon with, with vintage stuff. We got to get back to it. J- Jason, what did you just say before we uh, started recording? We got to get Mike McDonald back. That's right. Uh, what are we going to talk about? Vintage Star Wars toys, uh, action figures from 1982. Good man. Mm-hmm. I think it's a redo, right? It is. We, yeah, already, we already did it, but the recording has been lost in uh, cyberspace. Lost somewhere. to time. Yeah. Good evening, everyone. Yeah. Good evening. Uh, not joining us tonight will be Chris B from JediBusiness.com. He's uh, not able, unfortunately, not able to join us tonight. Although he may pop in later at the end of the show. We'll see. But. Also, as usual, our good friend from Bendham's the Black Series. He collects them all. Hello, Ryan. Hello. Good to be here. Uh, you know, Tom, i got a show coming up that you might want to be involved with, with Collecting Cosmos. I, I know we took a little break there. I've got two shows in the can that are going to be out soon. Um, one's about just general thoughts of weird Force Awakens stuff. The other's about uh, ceramics. But our next show we record is going to be about Bendham's, and I'd love to have you there, Tom. <laughs> really, Ryan? I, I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't really know much about Bendems, only the fact that, you know, they're awful and I hate them. Mm, I see. But, uh, yeah, if from the can, past. If you can, they are from that's the past. true, that's true. If yeah. you can shed some light on uh, Bendems, I will be there. Okay. We might, we if you might can tell me that. something that I don't know about Bendems. I bet there's a I, lot I can tell you that you don't know about Bendems. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Speaking of ceramics, my mom rec- my mom doesn't very often buy me Star Wars items, but she bought me a vintage uh, R2-D2 cookie jar. Nice. It's really cool. It's really nice. I thought you were going to say, speaking of ceramics, here's that that lamp that's about as interesting as a lamp, Jake Stevens. <laughs> Good transition. Also joining us right. tonight. Wow. Wow. From, from PoorLomToZuckis.com. Jake, if I'm going to be a lamp, I want it to be the Christmas story lamp. <laughs> no? Oh, you know you're no? the Christmas story lamp. <laughs> you're totally fragile. It's a major award. How's it going, Jake? We're doing good. We're doing good. We're um yeah, I'm ready to talk about Toy Fair. Toy yes. Fair. Oh, what it was and what it is today. Man, a big difference like 5 years makes, right? We'll talk yeah. about it. Yep. And uh, before we get into Toy Fair, I did want to mention that in the latest issue of D23 Magazine, 
There is a photo of myself and my TIE fighter from 1979. Oh. And also, Tom. Tom, you're in there, too. That's right. I'm sitting there next to my brother and my dad, and uh, we just want to thank uh, Steve uh, Sansweet for that opportunity. So thank you, Steve. So um, D23 used to be on magazine racks. Um, I, I think now it's just a subscription magazine, but it's really nice. It's uh, the uh, Star Wars. It's the the whole issue is practically all Star Wars for the winter, for the latest winter issue. Yeah, oh, it's it's nice. It's nice quality. Do you guys subscribe to that, Ryan? You must, right? Actually, no, I do not. Oh, well, you can find them on eBay. I think for quite a premium, unfortunately, but. Uh... I have two copies, but I can't part with either. <laughs> That's very cool, though. <laughs> but, yeah. So, check it out. Check it out. Um, Speaking a lot of, of, yeah, a lot of enthusiasm today. today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What did you so, guys think of that uh, episode 8 uh, production teaser they put out today? Oh, with uh, Luke and Ray? Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. I, I think it's um, – I don't think that's part of Episode Eight though. No. I mean, I'm sure they brought in that director to yeah, continue to, a scene, but exactly. that was filmed a year ago plus. But, yeah, oh, there, there was yeah, actually yeah. talk right before Episode Seven came out that they were there on Skellig mm-hmm. Michael or Michael Skellig, whatever it is, um, that they were filming with Mark Hamill there uh, for Episode Eight stuff. And that was before yeah. Episode Seven came out. I do not want episode eight to take place immediately after episode seven. This is not uh, Lord of the Rings, right? This yeah, Star that, Wars. That would be really jarring because there's quite a significant amount of time that happens yeah. between and, and, the and, movies, right? And don't make it like the Rocky. I love Rocky movies, but don't make it like that either, where you see you start at the end of the previous movie and move forward. That Karate Kid, yeah, right. So um, I hope that's not what they're doing. I don't how think can they, they not? Have... We've they've already teased that they're showing. They can just. I think that's just to throw people off. I think they they bet they shouldn't do that. I think they can do whatever they want. Really, I think. Uh, no. I, I just hope at least a year goes by. Come on. Yeah, it's got to be a year. But couldn't it be a year montage like uh, no, like no. Luke running through and jumping, and then they cut away and they come back and he's levitating rocks and they cut away and he comes back and he's. Going into the cave. I mean, that was supposed to be what months and months, but we got it in cutaways. I think think this little, I think this little tease is just uh, is is, it's cool, but I I I do not think that's uh, how episode eight is going to. Well, I can't comprehend having Ryan Johnson, the director of eight, come on to that location and say, "All right, cut." Well, I think I think he was. You know, he was he was maybe there while they were filming that scene, or maybe they were filming scenes with Ray and Luke, and just maybe they just did that to throw everyone off. I don't know. I don't know. It seems too elaborate for a rouge. Uh, and 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 it could just open with them, you know, leaving that island at the beginning of the movie two years later. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I don't too know. elaborate for a Jake. Too <laughs> elaborate for a rouge. I think you mean ruse. Ruse. Hey, it's the microphone. Come on, Tom. Okay. All right. Okay, Jake. I still let's talk about. To- I still love you, buddy. Let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about Toy Fair. Toy New York Toy Fair. Right. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ending today, um, right? 
ending today, but as you listen to this, it probably ended five weeks ago. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm trying to get us. <laughs> so editing's been pushed back a little bit. <laughs> no, I, I hope not. Um, yeah, you know, none of us uh, from the show were able to go, unfortunately. Um, but Matt Fox from This Week in Star Wars was there. And he took some pretty good pictures. Um, our buddy Gus also, Lopez showed up. Gus Lopez was there. Mm-hmm. So we did get to see a fair amount of this. Also, you know, there's a lot of great sites that have took some great photos. Um, Rebel Scum has a pretty thorough yeah, photo Rebel database Scum. of not just Hasbro, but like most of the lines that were. Yeah. And uh, also uh, Star Wars Action News. They got some some pretty good stuff, too, from the from the show. Agreed. So let's uh, let's start with what's what's we're mainly just going to talk about Hasbro tonight. Um, I doubt we'll have time to get into much more since I am on a more limited schedule these days with a new baby. Um, let's talk about three and three quarter inch figures. They did show a few new figures. I was hoping for more. I was hoping for the Force Awakens at least more Force Awakens figures. We did not get that. Um, but earlier in the week, Entertainment Weekly previewed a a four-figure kind of battle pack thing called Takadana Encounter. And this four-pack features Maz Kanata, which is the first time we've seen an action figure of Maz. Um, And then Finn, Ray, and BB-8. And these are all three and three-quarter figures, five points of articulation. They come with some accessories, and looks like it comes with that chest that Maz has the uh, lightsaber stowed away in. Ryan, I'll start with you. What do you think of this uh, new pack that was shown? Well, this seems very much in vain with what we've seen from Hasbro before by giving us one brand new figure and a bunch of repacks. That being said, however, there were some times when we were getting um, like packs like this where it would be all repacks that you could just skip. So I'm glad to see a new figure, specifically Maz Kanata. She's kind of a major part of that uh, uh, of the film. Uh, it's also cool to see kind of multi-packs coming back. It's been a little while since we've seen a multi-pack like this. And I like having the the chest in there. It would been cool if they had like some playset pieces, especially since uh, Entertainment Earth referred to it as a playset. But um, just as a figure multi-pack, I think it's cool, as long as it's not too expensive. Yeah. Jake, uh, looking at these figures, do you think the the repacks are, are exact repacks, or do you think they've changed them a little? Oh, I would guess that these are exact repacks, because... There is not really too much deco that you could add or take away. Like if they were on Star Killer, they could snow dust them. But I don't recall seeing a lot of mud or any. I'm coming fresh from The Force Awakens. Saw it three hours ago for the fifth time with my son. So um, I don't recall any costume or you know deco changes that could be made to these uh, on Tokadana. So. I think Ray is a smart choice just to appease all those people out there that are still have their panties in a bunch over where's Ray, even though there's a billion things out there for Ray. Um, BB-8 never a bad choice. You know, Finn, you could, you know, you used to be able to, you know, not find him. Uh, actually, you were be able to find him early on, but now he's become more scarce being somewhat of the semi-star of this film. So I think it's an okay choice, and I think they'll probably be mm-hmm. straight repacks. Although yeah. I, I'm curious to know if uh, Maz's goggles come up. That's my big question about the set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the 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 artwork on this set looks really nice. It's really nice seeing Ray front and center. Um, 
on the in the pa- on the package. The uh, Maz figure, I'm I'm guessing it'll come out single carded eventually. Oh, I wouldn't be too sure. I don't think that's Hasbro's game anymore. I think you know, like no. we've talked before, I think we're in a different era. We're not going to see a recard of Maz most likely because. Mm-hmm. They just don't have time. They don't have time to get around to do a Maz recard, you know? Yeah. And what what could they add to this other than a build-a-weapon piece? No one wants that, you know? So, you know, they already have the cool box in here. That's what we would have wanted packed in with her anyway. So I think this is a one-in-done. I don't we're, – we're past the era where, where they're going to uh, put out, you know – minor characters or background characters in large quantities i think when you get them you snatch them up because something like the guavian enforcer i don't see it ever coming back again ever coming back again so <laughs> i personally am trying to snag up a couple to do my little mini troop building because those yeah. they don't have time for that they got to go on they're already deep according to toy fair they're deep into rogue one so we're not going to get those tertiary characters anymore so according well, to got- According we to Jake, guys. everybody needs to go out and grab up those um, Constable Zuvios because those are never coming back. Yeah. Hey, that's a deleted and, scene figure. That's that's and, super rare. <laughs> and Go- is it Goss Towers? Is that the guy that's <laughs> everywhere? Yeah. Uh, now, I looked for him, and I can't find him other than in the briefing room, right? He's in the background I don't of the know. briefing room. Even though it says he's a mechanic, and I'm looking all around the X-Wings on Dakar base, but I just don't see him. I thought I saw him with somebody. Uh, he was like next to another mechanic uh, below an X-wing. No, what I did I see mean, though. I did see that the um, they brought <laughs> the almost. It looks like the almost the exact same character that kind of yells at Ray on uh, Jakku. You know, the little like big Jawa looking guy that kind of snaps at her when she's cleaning up her wares. I swear to you, I have to get. I can't wait till April to actually watch it officially. Um, but I swear he's on Dakar base. There's a couple characters that have brown robes, exactly the same. I, I've still not seen Sarko Plank. Sarko? Sarko I, I think he's one of those when they're running away, when the Tie Fighters and everything start coming in. Yeah. If you look behind him, you see a flash of orange. So I've assumed that Sarko Plank. Hmm. Tom, um, have you seen Sarko Plank? <laughs> You've seen the movie twice. No idea. Wow. Okay. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say yes. You've seen him. Okay. Is well, that the guy I've with the him. beard? I don't know. <laughs> Is that like, I don't know. Oh, God. Can we just talk about um, vintage sometime, please? We we can. We can. Just not tonight. All right. So, so Maz Kanata is <laughs> pretty much what, we, what we've got as far as, I have to imagine there's more Force Awakens figures coming, though. There has to be, right? That was the word that... We would have more throughout the year. They just weren't going to debut them here. So mm-hmm. I assume they're holding on to some stuff for San Diego, Celebration, New York Comic Con. Right. So they're really going to trickle things out this year because if they've got San Diego, Celebration, Europe, uh, New York Toy Fair. And, and then just... Force Friday. <laughs> I mean. Right, and we saw an announcement. Force Friday is happening again this this year on September thirtieth. Yeah, so about a month later, but we're getting it again. It's still yeah weird to me that it's a Thursday night technically, which yeah doesn't endorse a lot of kid you know participation. That makes no sense. Why do they keep doing this? Right, Tom, are you going to go to Force Friday with us this year? Uh, you kind of yeah. went last no, I, year. I would. Yeah, sure. Okay, you going to stay up till midnight though? Well, if it's, you know, if it's, <laughs> if I don't have to work the day after, sure. 
Well, you, okay. Put the I, day I, in now. September I need to 30th, take my, you, you know, I need to take my uh, blood pressure medicine. But other, other than that, I'll be fine. Okay. Um, some of the other new uh, three and three quarter inch figures we saw, uh, Kanan as in Stormtrooper disguise from Rebels, which seems logical. It's an easy head swap for them. That will look cool, actually. Yeah. Are, are you surprised it's not a two pack with Rex in Stormtrooper disguise? That would be cool. That, make, that, that would just make seems sense. like Taylor made, yeah. yeah. Well, I think the reason for this is he was first uh he was in first season in this stormtrooper gear with the pauldron. So mm-hmm. it wasn't until second season that him and um him and Rex had that episode stealth strike. It's probably my favorite of second season so far. Uh where they were stormtroopers without the pauldron. So I'm pretty sure this is based on that first season episode, which would make sense because that was about a year ago, and that's usually the turnaround for Hasbro. So that's probably why uh, we uh-huh. can probably later on get this as a Rex two-pack. Also, we see uh, Princess Leia from Rebels. She's looking very Ralph McQuarrie-ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this was announced uh, on EW a few weeks ago, so nothing really new there. Tom, you liking the uh, new Princess Leia look for Rebels? Uh, I like the figure. I, I have to admit, I haven't seen the uh, the the new season yet. No, I haven't either. I, oh. I can't. I can't get into it. No, I do like. I do like the uh, the. Uh, mm. You know, anything that has like kind of a uh, the old figures or the old characters. I think I. Yeah. I like seeing those. So yeah, I think the figure what, looks great. What is that thing she's holding? I have no idea. Was that in the episode? Negative. Was that was that in the episode? Nothing. None of her no. accessories pictured in the uh, Hasbro press photos. That was that thing out. looks re freaking ridiculous. Is that her build a weapon? It's gonna have to be. <laughs> Probably. It's weird to see that she has like grappling hooks. Yeah, I saw um, a few figures with grappling hooks. I was like, okay, that's so strange. But... Must be a new feature. I mean, a new type I of builder weapon. Yeah. I used to think the uh, little holograph characters were my least favorite pack in but build a weapon has taken that prize i i just can't, these build a weapon parts are i have tons of them and i don't even want them you haven't even put them together i put the first you know the first I, after force friday i think i put two of them together and then <laughs> i was done with, and i was done with it yeah i just don't like that they don't have any tie-in to anything force force awakens related that's my biggest complaint you know those early ones though at least you could set them up it's like a turret or something the one with the most recent wave of like Han, Ray, and the Wolfman dude, that build weapon is the lamest build weapon that they did. <laughs> I think uh, the build a droid was such a great concept. Yeah, but yeah, they have Hasbro's made some unique decisions on selling off some yeah. of their most popular action figure. I, you know, that they they, they yeah. sold it to Disney, so they can't they sold the rights to make build a droids to Disney, so. We won't see that come back. Oh, right. Well, yeah, you've got a point there. Absolutely. Yeah, unfortunately. If they have to pack something in with these, if they feel like they have to, why don't you know? Why don't they just do little uh, micro machine ships or something? Yeah, That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, cross promote. I would, I would love. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really enjoyed. You know, they tried that in the Power of the Jedi, right? Power of the Jedi yes. line was yes. where they did uh, the mall with the Synth infiltrator, and they were going to do a mm-hmm. series of like. I think Jar Jar or Tarples with a Gungan sub, and they were just inserting the micro machines, and I thought that was a great, you know, maybe get the kids who are into figures, you know, introduce them to. I mean, they're doing the crossover with the Nerf and the big vehicles, you know, trying to get kids into the Nerf stuff. So, 
um, you know, why not cross promote there? I think that's a much better option. But then again, I'll always throw my money behind a stand any day. <laughs> and the uh, next figure is kind of, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not. I guess it's been shown in the pre- previews for Clone Wars, uh, not Clone Wars, t- Rebels Season 2, um, the second half of the season, um, Darth Maul. Is that a spoiler? We knew he was no. going to be in it, right? I mean, they, there was they, an article today about it, so... They also casted him kind of in a shadow, but anyone take a look at his eyes. They, those are pretty unique Sith eyes. Just, Tom, you you said you like Rebels so far. Are you excited to see Darth Maul enter Rebels? <laughs> I'm I'm fine with that, Jason. You are. You are. I'm okay. I'm numb. I'm I'm numb to it. Let's just say that. <laughs> All right. Well, he gets uh, revived in just about everything they do right now, so. You know, came back yeah, as the far Wars, as prequel came characters back in the comics came back as in far as prequels go. I think I'm OK with the, you know, Darth Maul coming back. Okay. Benicio all, Del Toro all will be playing Darth Maul in episode eight now, right? That's great. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Lo- Don't say that. <laughs> no, actually, Jason would love. Do you know the rumor about who people think he is? Um, Benicio's? No. no. <laughs> You'd love to hear that people are speculating that he's Ezra. No, I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt oh it too, but God. that would be interesting. Um, you know what's interesting also about the Darth Maws and the Hasbro press materials that were sent out? Um, he is noted. All of them, the pictures come tagged with the actual character's name, but he is noted two different ways, and it's never Darth Maul. It's Red Avenger and Red Apprentice. So it's kind of weird that they're, uh, I mean, clearly you can't hide the image that they sent out. You know, it's clearly Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, that's how he's described in all his uh, promo images. Yeah, I'm going to have to, I, I've kind of stopped watching Rebels this year, but I'm going to have to catch up somehow because I am I do want to see how it plays out with Darth Maul. Well, you got all those sleepless nights having a newborn, so mm-hmm. you could just kind of put the rocking right. chair in front of the TV and go at it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. There you go. <laughs> I just Brilliant. watch car- watch cartoons all night. Um, uh, what about the 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 figure itself? Do you, Ryan? You're not a huge Darth Maul fan, but do you like the figure? The figure looks fine. Yeah, I've never been a fan of Maul, but uh, from what we've seen from uh, for Darth Maul in um, in Rebels, and there was a big article. I can't remember who it was from today about uh, Darth Maul in, in Rebels, but um, it. it that looks to match. I mean, almost all the Rebels figures, I think, have matched what there are on screen so pretty well. So, yeah, looks good. The lightsaber looks a little weird, but I guess that will yeah. to remain to be seen. But Back to a double-bladed lightsaber. Hasn't had that since, what, episode one? No, he had a double-bladed in Clone Wars. No, Didn't Savage he? did. Did Maul not? Oh, I, I, I like Maul did. I'm thinking about that, that comic pack figure that came with Lars. He had a weird double bladed lightsaber. Yeah, but that was the visionaries. That yeah. was... Did he not? Did he not have a double bladed lightsaber? No, he only had his red, his his half of his red. Oh, okay. And then, uh, and then he memory lost that, and then he started using the black dark saber. Oh yeah, does he still have the dark saber? Yeah, it didn't show it. Mm. Didn't I think show it. Palpatine yeah. had that. Yeah, but there's a comic book series that took place after, after yeah. that, and I think he had the Darksaber. I think he did, too. And supposedly that's canon, but 
Yeah, can we, can we keep this moving, boys? Our, our viewers want to throw themselves <laughs> out a window. Okay. <laughs> was that the Dark Horse Mall series that went nowhere? Yes. Oh, okay. It was a big waste of time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can think of other things that are big waste of time. Sure you can, Tom. Okay. Next up is the uh, Seven Sister 3 and 3 quarter inch figure. Again, a 5 POA figure like the the rest of these so far. Um, this one looks fine. You know, when the seventh sister and the fifth brother showed up in Rebels, that's when I decided to stop watching it because it just, I don't know, I lost interest. But the figure looks good enough. Um, Jake, what's your thought on this? Yeah, I mean, she she looks screen accurate, and that's pretty much, you know, what I want from Rebels characters right now. I would see down the line, I would like, personally, in three and three quarter, I'd like to see them done realistic style like they're doing in the six inch, but uh, I'm not going to hold my breath for that right now. But, yeah, I mean, she's by POA. I like that she comes with her little... Uh, spy droid or cam droid or whatever i forget sith droids i forget what they call those things and she has a removable faceplate so she's got more accessories than the typical five poa right now so that's always nice Mm -hmm. am i to assume that this is the new replacement to the inquisitor then yeah Uh okay there's There's this one and there's another one called the fifth brother and he's like dumb as a bag of rocks yes and then there's a third one <laughs> that's why I, that's coming. actually why I, that's why i stopped watching yeah because, oh really oh, okay yeah yeah because they start the season out with darth vader right that's as good as it gets and then a few episodes later it's down to the fifth brother who's just an idiot with a lightsaber and i thought this show is not for me right now i i do want to finish it i will watch every episode but I had to take a break after that. Wow, they peaked after the first second episode, huh? Uh, yeah, that's I think not there's good. Some episodes that you're gonna like in there, though, Jason. Uh, there, there was an episode uh, when they were when they had the Mandalorian stuff that seemed more like what we expected from Rebels early on. Mm-hmm. And and even though I do dog on the show, I still do watch them all, and I still do like it to some extent. But sometimes I just I actually I just feel Clone Wars was so much better. It's hard for me to watch something not as good. Wow, I uh, I like Rebels better. To each his own. Exactly. <laughs> um, and this brings up a point, you know, like, I mean, this brings up something else. Uh, six months ago or so, I I think I was convinced Hasbro was done with Rebels. Like, done. Like, not going to make more stuff, but looks like they're still supporting it. I think this is the format they're doing now, because last Toy Fair, we got a bunch of Rebels news. Mm-hmm. So and we didn't get the Force Awakens that we wanted, and we were all ticked off. So once again, they lead heavy with Rebels and don't give us any Rogue One. So this is kind of the MO now. So, yeah. And now that Rebels is confirmed for Season 3, I believe, so I, I'm expecting next Toy Fair to be more Rebels figures and no Episode 8 news. So. Um, and sadly, we did not see any sign of a ghost for the three and three quarter inch figure. No, I think mine. Matt, I think Matt from uh, this week in Star Wars says they see the window closing on that, most likely, with all the mm-hmm. new, you know, media that they have to cover. Yeah. Well, last Christmas, I mean, not just not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before that would have been the perfect time. I think. I believe that so would too. Have been, yeah. Yeah. Well. That was the same year that Rebels came out, and there was not a figure on the shelf until like a month or two right, later. So, right. I, don't... I really, I, I, I'm, it's, I really wanted a ghost, a giant ghost uh, ship from Hasbro. I wanted the Twilight when Clone Wars was out. So, 
eh. I got the Hot Wheels version, so that'll have to do. <laughs> and they showed some uh, Jedi. Well, I don't call it Jedi Force anymore, but uh, yeah, Galactic well, Heroes. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't collect those, but uh, there's a Ghost for Galactic Heroes, and I was thinking maybe maybe the three and three quarter inch figure could jam in there somehow. But what do you you, you guys are all saying? It's too small. I'm it kind of looks small. small. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, so next up is from next up is probably the only besides the Maz that was shown a few days earlier. The only new Force Awakens figure was Kylo Ren. He looks like he's masked. It looks like the unmasked figure with a mask on, the same sculpt. Yeah, it wasn't something that was covered in their presentation at all, but it's clearly mm-hmm. a a third version of a five POA, you know, Kylo mm-hmm. Ren that. So I don't know how that's going to come out, whether that's just going to be a running change to the maskless version um, or if that's going to be stuck in a pack somewhere. But, yeah, that mm-hmm. they had it on display, but they didn't really say anything about it. Mm-hmm. So okay. maybe down the road we'll learn more about it. Right. But they showed it. Um, I mean, it, that's not the only piece that they had in their display that wasn't in their presentation. They, there was a handful of stuff, especially in, like, the 12-inch lines that they put out but didn't talk about yeah they didn't show a lot of stuff that's um i mean they they did have on display some of the stuff that's been out last year but there's some newer things out that they didn't show like the uh maskless kylo ren figure from the five poa line that wasn't out right yeah that's a wave that people are just kind of slowly starting to get now Mm -hmm. um yeah, and that there, there was no sign of that. You're yeah. right. So, well, the was the go ahead. Was the Han Solo figure even on display? Not three and three quarter. No, no, only Ray from yeah. that wave, and no Rex, and no, you know. So, yeah, it was interesting that they didn't put out a lot of stuff that hasn't quite hit in large numbers or hasn't yeah. officially been out yet, but. Um, and then they did show a bunch of older things that we've already seen. We've talked about these other packs before. The Darth Vader Ahsoka from Rebels 2 pack. The BB-8 Uncar Thug. Uh, Jakku Scavenger pack. The RGD-2 and C-3PO pack from Force Awakens. Um, the I guess what they consider the, the showcase for the collectors is 6-inch. I mean that's that's where they're that's where they want us to focus now. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, because they had quite a few reveals at this uh, show. Mm-hmm. Tom, do you like the six-inch Black Series figures? I I saw, I know you're never going to buy any, but just as far as their aesthetics, do you like them? I think lately uh, the uh, details have waned. I don't think they're mm-hmm. quite as interesting as they used to be. You know, with the the new the older figures, uh, they seem to be more detailed. Am I wrong? Because now the the figures that I've seen are just kind of meh, meh. I'm assuming you're talking about uh, Farm Boy Luke. Yeah, yeah. That that was one that I was thinking of. That one that one looked a lot prettier in their press photos from a few months ago than it looked on actual display. It looked uh, a lot better at San Diego Comic-Con last year than it did. Yeah. At, uh, 
Well, you're probably looking at a hand-painted prototype, too. Well, probably. But. Yeah, but the, even the material, the cloak was made out of, looked completely different than what we uh, what we saw on display. It looked uh, a bit more cheap, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word for it, cheap. Yeah. Yeah, I was really excited for that, and I'm, I'll, I'll be honest, the photos that I've seen, you know, granted it's not in full production yet, but I was not as excited about it anymore. Yeah, they put out a good amount of six-inch stuff to look at. Um, they had the AT-AT driver, which my first thought was, are they planning an AT-AT? <laughs> no, jeez. No. <laughs> yeah, size of your car, maybe. If they can't release, if they can't re-release a uh, BMF, there's no way they're going to do a six-inch scale Falcon or six-inch scale Adat. Well, they did the Tie Fighter. Yeah, but an Adat would know. be huge, uh, twice as big, right? Yeah. Well, they did. Um, I suggest you guys, if you wanted to hear uh, a majority of the question and answer that uh, session that went on at with Hasbro's uh, team from Toy Fair. Uh, Jedi Temple Archives recorded it, and uh, they don't foresee, uh, necessarily have a podcast connected to their show, but they did put it in MP3 format that you can listen to, you know, just on the website there. So mm-hmm. um, they do reference that they say that the Tie Fighter, um, based on their estimates, was a good seller, even though you know you can find them just about anywhere that carries them still, and that they do mm-hmm. want to pursue more six-inch vehicles. Uh, but they do want to uh, put, give a more, uh, I guess, playable scale. So I think they're looking at doing smaller stuff in the future, but still doing vehicles. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I thought the TIE Fighter was a little ridiculous. I could th- see things like speeder bike type things, race speeder or low land speeder, stuff like that easily could be made the to land, scale. Land speeder would be my number one pick. I mean, may- maybe even something like a, 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 um, a skiff, but... Uh, yeah, you get the, the the Tie Fighter. A lot of people think the X Wing would come next. I, I don't know. You, you actually look at a Tie Fighter; it can look huge, but it's not actually made of that much plastic. It's just it has giant wings that makes it look a lot bigger. Whereas with an X Wing, there'd be a lot more plastic to that, and it'd be a lot more expensive. That's true. It seems to me like a cheap way to make another vehicle for this line would to to redo the Tie Fighter as a original trilogy Tie Fighter. Oh, I think um, they're, there'd be a I lot think of they're different enough, yeah. There, there's a lot of differences, really, so... Yeah. You'd have to redo it, uh, quite a bit of the tooling just to make it a non-Special Forces one, because this is the this was the Special Force one that pursued, like, the Falcon at the opening on Jakku, which is mm-hmm. different than the uh, TIE Fighters that defend Starkiller Base at the end, so... Yeah. Maybe it's just, I just want to... I wouldn't mind having an original TIE Fighter, original trilogy TIE Fighter. I really liked the. I didn't think I was gonna like the, uh, the Force Awakens, one, but I really do like it. It's one of my f- favorite things now. No, it's 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 a great design. I just think the actual six inch version of it is just too big. Yeah, too. It is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, Adat driver, so, Jason, you're gonna pick up this Adat driver because you're complete. Yes. Uh, I'm not complete on these, but I will pick up that one. And I don't have all the figures. I don't have all the uh, exclusives and stuff. Gotcha. But what? But what about the AT, the Adat driver that makes you want to grab it? Because to me, I see it and I just go, 
We have a hundred of these. I mean, three and three quarter scale and twelve inch scale, but we have hundreds of these. I don't. I yeah. for me for character selection, I'm like, man, that's so boring. So boring. It's those six inch moon boots, man. <laughs> I want it. Yeah, I'm betting I'm it's in. one of those things they can slightly retool from the uh, the Tie Fighter pilot to make it too. Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in on that one. Uh, Finn FN two one eight seven. Uh, this is the uh, Finn with the Stormtrooper gear on. He comes with his helmet with the uh, bloody uh, finger stains from his pal that Poe killed. Right. I was going to kick out of that Poe was the one who killed him. That said, yeah. Uh, on on this deal to, to not want to kill anybody or not kill any innocents or whatever. Right. And then he and right. Poe become good buddies. It's like. Right. I don't think Poe realizes that Finn killed his friend. I don't think he knows that. I think he meant that the other way around. The Finn yeah, realizes yeah, you're right. killed his friend. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Is that gonna um, is that gonna break their bromance up next film? Could be. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Could play into you, it. I, I took note <laughs> I took note of how many fellow stormtroopers Finn takes out at the beginning of that film. I'm like, man, he really just went all in <laughs> on just I'm gonna murder every co worker I've ever known yeah. since birth. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Um I like this figure. I'm looking forward to getting this. This is this is out already, though, right? Yeah, this is out on the I shelves. I've seen that people picked it up. This seems like a no-brainer figure, too. It's just you take a stormtrooper body, put a fin head on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, then we have Ahsoka Tano. Um, we've seen this figure. Bef- I mean, we've seen this figure at uh, I think was this at San Diego? They- we saw the sculpt of this at Celebration. The sculpt of it. Yeah. At Celebration. Yeah, at San Diego, they had the figure. Yeah. This has been in production. We've known about this one for a while. I'll get this one. It looks pretty cool. Ryan, was it still in production at San Diego or was it final? I don't remember. Because I think I heard somewhere that this is the first time we've seen the final. Yeah. That's it, was, piece it, was un, it was unpainted at Celebration. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, no, it looks great. It looks fantastic. And this would be one of the few figures that is making kind of a debut in the six inch line that doesn't have a three and three quarter. And the reason I say that is because this is a realistic version of Ahsoka Tano from rebels. And we don't have one of those in the three and three quarter. So this is where my three and three quarter side of me starts to get a little bitter when I see Ahsoka and Kanan and Sabine all come out in realistic versions in six inch, but animated versions in three and three quarter. Well, wait till the Tonica sisters come out in six. Oh. That's when that is when people are gonna be mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding. This next one, Revan. Um, I like it, but the cape is supposed to be frayed or something. But it looks too cleanly cut for me. But still, a, still a cool figure. But I don't like how they uh, did the cape. Looks. Like someone took a scissors and cut it rather than it being worn. Because it's supposed to look like it's worn and frayed, I think. It looks I, I don't... way too symmetrical. Yeah. So Maybe that's what good. happened is somebody took scissors to it right before the, the show. So, Jake, you don't, you're not all in on these figures. Will you be getting this one? No, and I didn't play the game, so this figure means very little to me. Plus, I have the three and three quarter. Um, so, yeah, I don't have – this isn't a big piece that I – desire to have um uh, but it does sound like this will be just about from from the interviews from toy fair it sounds like this will be our last like 
is now Legends Expanded Universe figure because they said if this wasn't voted for, the Fan Choice Award, they would never have made this figure in 6-inch. So this is going to be a rarity when you talk about Legend characters in this line. Well, maybe next year they'll have another fan poll and uh, uh, Mara Jade will win or something. <laughs> well, it was confirmed already. We are getting another <laughs> fan poll later this yeah. year. So, you know, I at this point, though, I think with so many Force Awakens characters not done, I, I assume that to be topping the list. Lumpy. Yeah. Lumpy. <laughs> Tom, you should vote. You should vote. I think I voted Akmina before. Uh-huh. And, and you never... No one, no, everyone just laughed and pointed. I vote for Agamina. You need to push the vote on that there, Tom. There's, there's two. No, I don't have the energy for that nonsense. I, I'd, I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather have Agamina or care. Lumpy over uh, Revan. The... Oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> really, if you had the three and you picked uh, mine, would, well, Revan, okay. I know I people love Revan. Good job, good job, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for ruining that, <laughs> pissing that vote away. I have the Revan novel on my bookshelf. I've had it there for years. I've never read it. Uh, maybe, maybe in my spare time. Yeah, <laughs> do you, I'll read it. Do you use it for pressing wildflowers. <laughs> Tom, why don't you borrow it? You tell me how it is, and then I'll consider reading it. Um, I'm still, I still, I'm still sitting on the uh, Obi Wan book. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to say I'm still working on Splinters of the Mind. Splinter of the Mind. I read that long ago. <laughs> Um, all right, Good so book, we're kind of luke. So we're all kind of lukewarm on Revan. I, I know there's plenty of people out there who are excited about Revan who can't wait. And well, I mean, you look at the secondary prices of that original Revan figure, and they're through the roof. So clearly, there's oh. there's a huge popularity for the character. So I mean, it makes sense why it won the polls, why people want it. But I what think was that the- link you sent out earlier this week, Jace uh, Ryan? Was it like a couple hundred dollars for like the uh, 30th anniversary? Version. Yeah, it was like seventy five dollars loose or something like that. I oh, was like, jeez. Jeez. It it is it is just it is really hard to comprehend that some of these figures from the last five years are now outpacing some vintage figures in regards to carded and loose pricing. It oh, is no just kidding. amazing. The the modern figures that have been released since a lot of people gave up collecting are worth a I mean are worth are really going up in prices. Like, Seriously? Yeah, like, you know, there was a big drop-off, I think, around between 2002 and 2007, Agreed. where a lot less people were collecting and hoarding figures. Yeah. I mean, that would, you, would, you would fall into that group. Yep, time, absolutely. Of people who just gave up and stopped hoarding figures. Yep. And so a lot of these figures from 2007 on up um, have gone up in value, where I think most of the figures from 2007 and forward, I mean, in, in Back, down like yeah. 95 to 2007 enough people collected and hoarded those that they're not worth much but no absolutely i mean even the first wave of uh black series six inch which are only a couple of years old are commanding yeah an impressive you know second know. hand price i should have picked up an extra what darth uh, Maul, darth Maul, uh, yep yeah anakin i'm glad anakin that you could find that when when that came out, you could find that real easy. Yeah. yeah. Now it's gonna cost you. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And the thing is, like, that's a wave one. Usually, the first wave of anything is always one of the easiest things to find. And yet, right, wave one six inch black series is apparently commanding high value now. 
You know, it was pretty much anything that went super articulated in the mid 2000s is pretty much what's fetching the big price because I think people are looking at what's being produced now and going, oh, you mean if I want a nice three and three quarter figure, I need to have gotten it six years ago because right now it's all five POA. I think that's what's driving the price up, that people want the best version possible. And most people assume correlate that with the articulation. And it was about, you know, that time when almost every figure came in, came out was super articulated. And those are the ones people want now. Yeah. The one I really want that I missed was the uh, 2009 Ahsoka from season three of Clone Wars. Yeah. That thing is astronomical on the secondary market. Oh, I got you beat because I had a brain lapse and didn't order the very easily ordered uh, case of vintage that included the realistic Ahsoka. And I guarantee you that Ahsoka on vintage card is more than the Clone Wars one. Hmm. It is like, like any Ahsoka right now goes for a lot of money. It was like 170 carded the Jeez. other day. That, that's wow. ridiculous. On a figure that's, what, three, four years old? Yeah. That is so ridiculous. 170, and you can go back and buy carded uh, Return of the Jedi figures for like, 45. 45. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. That is ridiculous. Yeah. People, if you're spending that much money on an Ahsoka figure, you're, that, no, I'm sorry. That there are more carded Ahsokas from three, four years ago than there are even carded Rancor Keepers from Return of the Jedi. So. <laughs> uh. um, okay. Let's move on with this. Uh, Princess Leia from A New Hope. Oh, boy. Tom, what do you think? <laughs> uh, Only a face a mother could love. Uh, it, it, I don't know who's painting these things, but uh, if the eyes are maybe a little smaller, I think the sculpt is good. I think the face, the eyes are just, I don't know what happened here. That just, it looks like a man, baby. Yeah, they have a hard time with Leia. Yeah, I don't know. This is monkey face number two. That's pretty close. <laughs> we can say they have a hard time with Leia, but like the Leia Bosch had a nice head on it. I mean, even the slave Leia had a decent yeah, head. I don't know. Maybe the production one will be better, but I think the eyes just need to be a bit smaller, more feminine. I don't know That's what probably you, paint job. I don't know what you could do, but man, that just looks like a looks like a guy in drag. Sorry. <laughs> You, you know, I never realized this, or I guess I just didn't really pay attention, but it was till, not until looking at these, like Revan and Leia especially, of how much soft goods we're getting on these. Uh, her Leia's entire dress is soft goods on this. And yeah. I was like, wow, it's like a 12-inch doll again. Well, something that also needs to be soft are her features, which are not soft at the moment. <laughs> or good. <laughs> or, or good. <laughs> wow. Um, Yeah. I'll, I'm, I'll be getting this because I'm a sucker, but not not too impressed with it. Um, 3PO. C-3PO from The Force Awakens. I'm kind of sad we're getting a red-armed red one before we get an actual real one. Yeah. But, well, if, if, yeah. They, if they did this like the first wave where it's like the ultimate version of the figure, it should have both arms in it, really. Mm-hmm. And a battle you know, droid like head with all and those gray pieces. armor. And... Yeah, exactly. I mean, you remember when Hasbro started this? This will be the ultimate version, so you never have to buy another one. Darth Maul had both, he- you know, a hooded head and all that, and then we get Luke Jedi. I know I've talked about this before, but like Luke Jedi, then is just 
playing Luke Jedi. We could have gotten robe and, and uh, vest with that, but no. Mm-hmm. And here again with 3PO, if they just included an extra arm, I think a lot of people would be happy with this. Is it just me, or does it look like he doesn't have uh, bendable elbows either? I don't think he does because the uh, – I don't think he could bend them because of the uh, that connector that goes yeah. from the uh, forearm to the upper arm. Yeah. yeah. So I think – yeah, I don't think his elbows will bend. That's Unless a good made it, like, sculpt, a though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I. Hopefully, they don't wait too long to put out a new Ho- or a new hope or any of the original trilogy versions. Oh, that would that would be awesome. This is a really good three PO sculpt. Yeah, but here here's the deal. How much does gloss count? I mean, of cost, because I mean, this thing looks pretty dull. I mean, you I know, know they can't. In the I, movie that looks kind of dull, though. It's I know. Not a, yeah, I know they can't vac metalize, but come on, let's put some shine on this guy. <laughs> Let's 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 attempt he's, to make it shiny. Ryan brings up a good point. He's not shiny in the Force Awakens. No, they they used a plastic or something because they wanted to film him without a lot of reflection. Reflection, I think, because in the past they've had a lot of problems with three PO because he reflects everything, and I think they wanted to solve that by not making him reflective. And I think that's the problem. Boom. Can you imagine a vac metalized puppy of this one? Man, that would be awesome. That would be cool. That would be amazing. Yeah. It'd be like a vacuumized phasma, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, but <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, I know it's going to go off track, but did you see the? I think it's the Kodo uh, phasma that yeah. was shown at Toy Fair. Yes, I want one. It's vacuumized. It looks awesome. I'm like, that, yeah, I, that. I have to admit that does look pretty damn cool. Seventy yeah. bucks though. That's, that's about in line with Kodo stuff though. That's I fun. thought their figures were like two for seventy. No, a lot of them like when no. you see them at Barnes and Noble, like forty five, fifty dollars. It's a nice looking figure. I'm I'm not going to get into that Kodo line, although I'd like to, but I really would like to get the Phasma. I pick and choose on that, so I'm okay with buying the Phasma out of that. Um, okay. What's next on the list? Uh, oh, this is one I've been waiting for, the Snowtrooper. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised it took so long to get to this one. Mm-hmm. With as much troop building as they seem to like to do in the, the six-inch I think mostly so they can redo it. I mean, how many times have we seen that Stormtrooper mold now? Um, but we've seen a lot of troops, and I, I'm surprised we hadn't gotten to this yet. At the same time, I'm surprised we haven't seen, like, a Rebel Fleet Trooper or a Hoth Rebel Trooper or a Endor Rebel Trooper. But it'll probably come. The, the only thing I was wishing is that it's a little whiter, but maybe they weren't whiter in the movie, so maybe... Yeah, this how is... White, a, were, they were how pretty, uh, pretty schmutzed up, yeah. They were. Yeah. So there's no, like, pristine, there's no, like, white, white snowtroopers. I think the other one that was really white was that commander one that was on the out okay. I think the, uh, yeah, but the, the the foot soldiers, the only thing that were really white were the hard goods. Everything else was kind of an off, creamy white. That sounds okay. about right, yeah. Yeah. This is going to be one of my favorites. Prop-wise, prop that is. Mm-hmm. Jake, are you, Jake, what do you think of this guy? Uh, again, it's... It's vanilla to me. Same thing with the AT-AT driver. I mean, I have a hundred snowtroopers in different versions and forms. That's my biggest problem with the six-inch, though. That's I've said it before. It's a little bit redundant for me. So, well, you're gonna need some troops when they put out that uh, Black Series six-inch scale AT-AT. Yeah. Well, I'm also <laughs> gonna need another mortgage to afford it if they ever did. So, yeah. Your children have nice, healthy kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> and they only it need gets... one of they only need one of them. 
Kids, Each. I'll give you a lollipop for some spinal fluid this week. <laughs> oh, Dad. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see what else they had. They had some other figures we've already seen. Zuvio. Why? Why are they even showing him? Why are they he, showing Zuvio? Why are they? Are they like, please buy this figure? Please. I, I will. I will laugh if when they release the Blu-ray of this, like they do deleted scene figures, like they did for uh, the the all six movies on Blu-ray. And they have Zuvio mm-hmm. in there as a deleted scene figure. They just slap a sticker on it. There's something. Mm-hmm. You know they're they... going to too. <laughs> Those Zuv- they're going to have to do some huge clearance to get get rid of Zuvio. He is sticking around. Yeah. Yeah. They should release his de- his deleted scene like as a short on StarWars.com <laughs> or something. They should just yeah. add him into Rebels or something. <laughs> they should do something. I mean, remember people, you know, I remember people thought that he was Boba Fett because he yeah. has the same coloring. Yeah. And then people thought he was Simon Pegg. Yeah. Well, he's not. Too bad, because, or too bad he wasn't Boba Fett. Then they'd sell. He's just so, a crappy peg warmer, kids. They should make a comic book that, that, uh, turn, that, that explains how Zuvio actually is Boba Fett. Then maybe people will go out and get this figure. I kind of think they've gone overboard on the six inch, uh, so, Maybe overboard is the wrong word. I just feel like they're making a six-inch figure for nearly every three-and-three-quarter-inch figure from The Force Awakens. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. I've been working on a list of figures I think they should make for a six-inch just for the saga. And you get to Force Awakens, it's like they're making almost everything. Whereas for, you know, you go to like Episode 1 and Episode 2, like we still have yet to see like Count Dooku or anything like that. Right. Like a major villain. And yeah. yet, you know, we're getting background characters being done. Yeah, they've made some dogs. I mean, the Resistance Trooper. Yeah, that's and that's, 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 that's a everybody. really boring figure. It is. I, I'm glad for three and three quarter. I always like background characters. Yeah. But for six inch, it just kind of, it's pretty dull. And it sits everywhere. I've seen TIE Fighter Pilots and Resistance Troopers everywhere for six inch, but none of the other new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had some of the old guys on... On display, uh, Poe Dameron, First Order Flame Trooper. I haven't found that figure yet, but I'm looking for it. Han Solo. Yeah, Han's I have not found that one yet. I'm I thought I was looking. getting it off Amazon today. I went to order it because it said it was in stock and Prime. Mm-hmm. And, and then it says there's been a, an error or something with your order. Uh, that sucks. That does suck. I have I have this wave. It's just I haven't picked it up. My buddy Mark picked it up for me, so I can't say I've had hands-on with him yet. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about Sabine? Uh, no, yeah, oh, I, I skipped. I skipped a couple. Okay, let's go back. Uh, let's go to first. Let's go to Kanan. This is the uh, realistic style Kanan. Um, I'm not a huge Kanan fan, but I'll <laughs> probably get. I'll probably get this figure. This figure looks weird, and I, I know I'm I'm in a different boat than a lot of other people. I don't like realistic versions of cartoon characters. Um, you know, when they did the Clone Wars, I was kind of like, why? I'd rather have their representation of how we saw it. And Kanan's yeah. face looks weird on this figure, I think. Don't you guys think that? Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I would rather they sculpted him like he looks in the the TV series. The TV series. I wouldn't mind an animated six-inch version of this. Yeah, it doesn't Same. seem like it would be that much different, honestly. It's just kind of weird. I like it. I think it's good. I like it. It does. It does give me kind of a little bit of a shaggy vibe, but I'm into it. And then uh, Sabine, which was uh, what was that the second was that the first runner up 
yes. from the fan yes. pool. I believe so. Yes. And uh, and this is going to be her season one, whereas the three and three quarter is her season two. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. It says a That's ton fun. of detail. Yeah. And that three and three quarter one, I don't. We, we didn't talk about it yet. But uh, did I skip that one too? Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's okay. The three and three. Sorry, quarter Sabine. <laughs> yeah. Number one, she has a hel- hel- removable helmet uh, on the three and three quarter, and they did the details for season two. But I also know she has like bent arms and stuff, and I, you know, I think that's the biggest thing with the the five points of articulation. If we just get some bending of the arms here and there, or just slight action pose, it doesn't have to be ex- as, as extreme as those first episode two figures, but just some slight things to where they're just not. Straight up, straight down. Even vintage isn't that way. Yeah, let me throw that at Ryan. Let me ask you a question. Can you name uh, at least two figures that have the bent arm in the vintage collection? I'm thinking uh, Luke, of two. Which Luke ones are Goth they? Luke and Black Bestman Guard. I mean, I can think of those right away. Well, uh, Cloud Car Pilot. Luke, Luke Jedi. Uh, <laughs> the original Han Solo. Han Solo. Athon, yeah. yeah. There's tons see of it. How I, see how I can crowbar vintage in here? Good, I love good, it. Good go. job, Tom. The, rank, the Rancor. <laughs> right, the Rancor had, uh, yeah, Java. Sure. <laughs> the Emperor. Uh, the probe droid, the Imperial probe droid. Right. And the fact that the troop transport didn't suck. I'm going all over the. I'm going all over the place here, boys. Uh, I want to win. I want to win tonight. I like this Sabine. I like the 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 five POA, three and three quarter inch Sabine from Rebels that they've showed. It looks cool. I hope it's not impossible to find. I bet you it will be because this is this this is definitely an a, a, a attractive figure. But we we should put out stickers that say "Where's Sabine now?" Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, let's let's create some more butt hurt, shall we? That, that's the biggest thing I get a kick out of everybody with their "Where's Ray?" I really want to go "Where's Luke?" Exactly. <sighs> Luke Skywalker, the most I, I'm going to say the most iconic Star Wars character of all time. Luke Skywalker, my favorite Star Wars character of all time, and there's no figures for him oh, for The Force Awakens. Exactly. First, first product we've seen was a, as a Funko bobblehead showing That's it. To, yeah. Uh, that that I, said, I said I would never get any of those, but if I see that one, yeah. I'll have to get it. No. One thing that Hasbro is making a statement here, whether they're intending to or not, is the massive amounts of females in this line that's on display at, at Toy Fair this year. We have two Sabines, six inch and three and three quarter. We have a uh, Princess Leia in two scales, two different figures. We have um, a seventh sister. We have a Maz. We have a uh, Ray in resistance outfit. We have the six inch Phasma on display. I mean, if you think about I don't think this has ever happened that we have like six, seven, eight versions of female figures on display in a toy fair that I can think of in the past. Yeah, it is pretty impressive. And it's it's impressive. They're, they're definitely showing that they are producing and, it, whether we can <laughs> find it or not. And they showed the uh, new Monopoly board that says now with Ray. Yes. Although, if you notice, they removed Luke. Can you not have five characters in Monopoly board? I don't, I'm... It's not Monopoly. I have the game. I have the first version, obviously. Um, uh, and it's not traditional Monopoly. It is definitely its own unique version. So, and you can only if, have four players? Well, 
you you play as a team. So you need a uh, yeah, you actually play as a team. Like the two good guys team up, the two bad guys team up, but you both have your own factions. And that's the only way you know who owns what like hotel is because it's either like a um Sith logo or an Empire logo, you know, or it's a Jedi logo or a, you know, uh uh, Rebel Alliance logo, and that's that. Those are the pieces you put on the properties that you buy. And then if you're, and if you are a good guy, you land on a another good guy's space. Your rent is only half as much. So again, like I said, it's 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 Monopoly esque. So, all right. Don't know if it would work with five, but six, yeah, why not? <laughs> um, let's go back to the six inch figures. Uh, Sabine, realistic, looks like a good figure to me. Yeah. Um, well, the paint splatter is what they really hyped up. They said they were going with like toothbrush flicking on these, you know, putting the yeah. paint and applying it to bristles that are then sprayed on or sprinkled on. So, uh, so what? They just get like a vibrating toothbrush and put paint <laughs> on it? What? <laughs> yeah, they they got a bunch of those Empire ones from vintage days and just. Zzz, they um, showed some of the older figures that we've seen for a while, like uh, Han Solo from The Force Awakens, Jango Fett. I, I've not found either, any of these figures yet. They did show the uh, new uh, Luke Skywalker from A New Hope. Yeah, not not as thrilled as we were on that. Could have been uh, could have been better on that one. Yeah, I am I am all for. I think Maul. I I'm okay with. Darth Maul um, pulling down a pretty expensive price on the secondhand market because he's got plastic robes that make it look cool. I don't think it would command the same price if it was soft goods like all these figures are coming out now. I'm not yeah. a soft goods fan. The I'm glad I'm glad they did a soft good robe on him, and this is why, because if they do a land speeder, I want him to be able to sit in it. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's not a big enough trade-off for me. <laughs> Do you think Luke has uh, like a tank chop on underneath that tunic? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get some <laughs> Tatooine nipples. Yeah. Well, it would go with his Levi's there, right? <laughs> sure. Right. Little khaki pants. Well, those are actually Levi's. His pants are, are actually. Are they really seriously? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Um, I had a question. The Guavian Enforcer. That figure's been out for a while. Is he hard to find in the six-inch version? No. No. Um, in the movie, isn't aren't they referred to as the Guavian Death Gang? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I just. I wonder if this is another case where they didn't want to write the word death gang on a figure, so they just called him the enforcer. You would think it'd be okay on the Black Series, but maybe not on the uh, Force Awakens $8 line. So peace era PC boys, I wouldn't be surprised, Jason. Right. I really There's no be. more Slave Leia, and we can't have Guavian Death Gang or... <laughs> Death Squad yeah. Troopers. We're, we're going to rename the Death Star here soon, too. They should probably just rename it Guavian Nice Guy with uh, with plate of cookies. <laughs> yeah. 
replace yeah. those blasters with a nice plate of oatmeal cookies. <laughs> Just like I think the fig. I think right. if if they I think if they would have called that figure Guavian Death Gang Trooper or Death Gang something or another, it would have sold better. Maybe uh, it's kind of a cool looking figure, but I yeah. I wonder how I, many I like... people are troop building though. I mean, there's five in the film. I wonder how many went out there and spent, you know, hundred dollars. I see on people these. troop building for first order online, so who knows? I think they should make the uh, commander of the Dwa- of the Guavian Death Gang. Is it Balatik? Balatik. Yeah. They gotta make him. They have to make that guy. Right? Yeah, they're they making Kasu Leech, aren't they? Yeah, Kasu, that, yeah. Which is which is fine. It's cool, but but uh, they got they gotta make. If you got the troops, you gotta have the leader. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, hopefully, hopefully in three and three quarter. I don't I don't yeah. see him being. A necessary part of the six inch line, but three and three quarter for sure. But there's plenty that wasn't necessarily part of the six right. inch line. I mean, um, was it Atsy? That guy's barely in the movie too, and we've got a three and three quarter and six right. inch version. Well, he he is. In fact, I think he sig- dies in their trench run. <laughs> he does. He, I was about to say he's as significant as Porkins. He, yeah, I we didn't have be... a vintage Porkins. <laughs> Are we gonna get a Gus Towers six inch figure? <laughs> right. Oh, you know what we didn't and, talk about? They announced during the Hasbro presentation that there's going to be a mysterious Rebels figure coming. Did you oh, really? see that news? No. A couple sites reported it. Mysterious Rebels figure. So, don't know what that quite means. If that it's going to solidify some rumors that we're getting the, uh, you know, some people trying to say Snoke appears as somebody in Rebels, but. Who knows? I mean, Darth Maul's not an oak. Hmm. Oh. That's why his face is all beat up, because he had to cut off his, all his horns or something. Dehorned. <laughs> Tom, do you ever pay attention to those rumors? There's that dr- yeah. Tom, do you ever listen to those rumors of so-and-so from Rebels is so-and-so in Force Awakens or any of that? Or? Uh, every once in a while. I don't, I don't give it much credence. I was curious. I, I see that stuff all the time. I, I laugh at it. It's, just, it's like the same well, stuff. Luke I, I think uh, we're you know we're in the same circle. So anything that you see, I I see as well. So probably uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I notice it. Uh, I've seen a few, but not not recently. Well, these people who wildly speculate out there, I, you know, it's it's all in good fun, whatever. But you know, like they're the, it's the same thing we have as Luke Skywalker's Kylo Ren. I mean, <laughs> right? I yeah. I mean. I mean there's and from Ezra being Snoke or Darth Maul being Snoke or Kanan being Snoke, you know it's like come on. There's some there's a, a old issue of the Marvel comic series from the uh, from the 80s before Jedi came out where one of the letters to the editor at the back of the comic was like talking about how this guy was certain that Boba Fett was the other that uh, Yoda was talking about at the end of the film. So awesome. This stuff's been going on yeah. forever. I remember in uh, when I was in uh, fourth grade before Return of the Jedi came out, like almost a year before it came out, one of my friends was telling me that his dad worked for Kenner, which I'm sure he didn't, but he told me this, and that he saw Revenge of the Jedi and that Luke Skywalker, or that Darth Vader kills Yoda, and then <laughs> Luke kills all this stuff, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Just like people who say they got a Boba Fett uh, with firing rocket in the mail, right? Yep. Yeah. Or two. Or two we'll talk about that today. 
Uh, I saw that story. Is that le- is there any legitimacy to that? Well, the vintage Tom, community Tom, is have, the same circles as far as vintage people. I've had no time to look at that article or or, or that listing. Okay, for those who don't know, uh, boy, for those really who don't hard. know, yeah. one of the big finds this past week, um, as of this recording, was someone contacted a Kenner designer or sculptor or someone employed with Kenner and who had found in a box or a closet or something they hadn't opened for 30 years a rocket firing Boba Fett I believe it was J-type and it came with a baggie as well as two rocket firing missiles and a white mailer that was intended for it uh, you know should it have gone through to be mailed in so this was like the find this week and I think the vintage community has embraced it I think the 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 purchaser reached out to enough people to kind of say, all right, this is the deal, because I haven't heard anyone calling BS on this. Does that imply that the Rocket Fett was originally intended to come with two fire? I believe so. it was, yes. I think a lot of people kind of forgot that possibility. Hmm. I, I haven't seen, though, like, the vintage people I know who know their stuff, I haven't seen any of them commenting about this yet, though. So let's No, try. yeah, I, I, I've i noticed that as well. It's been relatively quiet is, on that front for some yeah. reason. Is, is Gus, is Gus uh, Lopez going to the Sarlacc meeting this week? Do you guys I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Good question. He'd be a good he'd be a good person yeah. to ask. Yeah, yeah. If, if anybody they might, knew, they might it would all be, be quiet because they're be uh, bitter with jealousy or... <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think folks maybe want to really be extra sure that they're they know what they're talking about. I don't know. I I know the folks, Ryan, I know the folks that you're talking about. And I'm I'm a little surprised that it's 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 this quiet. Yeah, I am. I'm really surprised, too. I figured there'd be something. But yeah, yeah. Interesting find, though, whatever, whatever it is. Sure. The. Yeah, if it's true, if it's true, it's pretty fascinating. I can yeah, see uh, Kivecast covering this next show. Oh, yeah, out. yeah. One thing is one that, one thing is for sure: painted or unpainted uh, prototypes. They were <clears throat> they were more than I thought existed, and here's yet another one. Not funny. Mm. The more you find, and the price keeps going up. <laughs> Does that mean yeah. that everyone who has a, has a legitimate rocket firing FET, if they only have the one rocket, it's not complete? Right. Yeah, it's a complete thing. just turd now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe they'll go down in price. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Send your child to college or buy a rocket yeah. Luck, Lucky for me, I'm not into pre-production stuff. Thank gosh. Me either, really. I, I, yeah. I love the the fact that it's there and I love that so many, so many of uh, the older, you know, the more respected vintage collectors out there that do know about it and, and collect it. But man, it's just, it's just not for me. I I have to say we're, we're so spoiled living in Seattle though, because we have just, you know, within driving distance, Gus Lopez, a few other collectors that have some amazing and that have all these pro types. Yeah, for sure. We're spoiled. We are. We are lucky, for sure. All right. Um, what were we talking about? Well, did you want to comment on 12? Good night, everybody. <laughs> what? Did you want to comment on soap uh, shampoo bottles? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. I don't. <laughs> I, I stopped. These are the old uh, soap bottle 
proctology. Uh, oh, they're better. Figures that bring it on, bring it on. Yeah. So they've got on display, which we've seen BB-8 before, but uh, he was there. And this is the 12-inch 5POA line. Ryan and Jake still collect these. I'm all in. I'm all in. I have get. I gave up on them. I- I'm waiting for that Target pack to go down in price, and then I'll be back in. <laughs> but I've just been buying stuff outside of that because I want that pack will take care of most of it. Oh, yeah. Although, um, you know, the Kylo's different than the single. Yeah, I, I actually have the single Kylo Ren already. Good, so. good, good. Yeah, these are tempting. I'm just, I just, uh, there's just too many. Well, the stormtrooper that we saw at Toy Fair is kind of interesting. Is, is he articulated anymore? Or? This is the intra, in, interact tech yeah. stormtrooper. Yeah, interact tech. He says fifty things, which is 70, very similar. I they did they did stuff like this for Avengers last year with Marvel stuff. Uh, similar type items, so it's not surprising. But I thought the detail on the stormtrooper looked really good. Yeah, it's gonna cost a few more bucks. It's like I think I think it's a thirty dollar figure. Thirty bucks, yeah. Yeah, thirty bucks, and it's got seventy <laughs> phrases. And my favorite was the fact that uh, Mashable was the one that got to debut this last week or the week before. And uh, one of the sounds that it has is the Wilhelm scream, which is awesome. That is cool. But are there seventy stormtrooper phrases? Well, I think they say sound effects, so I think like blast them uh-huh. and sh- and blowing up noise and yeah. it has a jetpack so i'm sure uh, uh zooming across the sky you know and i think they, i some... think they've made up some because uh i want to say that they yeah. put them upside down and it says a trooper never goes upside down or something like that or you know on your feet see that's where they lose <laughs> that's where they lose me that's where i get that's where i that's the, where the, I the, the, you recorded for com tech or back recording your star wars figures. yes Tom, you gonna get <laughs> No, of course not. I would like to see that Comtech tech, the Comtech technology come back though. Let's record underwater, everybody. Hey, maybe Gentle Giants one. will do it once they run through all the vintage figures. Maybe they'll go to Power of the Force two and no, 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 no. They'll do Power of the Force two in Episode one before they do Lobo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You laugh, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Once they went to droids in Ewoks or whatever, I knew. Yeah, but most of that, they were just using... I knew it was over. It was just 3PO and R2. They were just doing repaints to to get cash out of you know, current molds. And they were mostly as convention exclusives. So. But yeah, True. they kind of got the Empire and skipped a lot because... They skipped but, a lot. Yeah. Much like we've talked about on this show, there's some a lot of boring Empire figures. Well, let's revisit that, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll remind ourselves how how crummy the last part of the uh, Empire Strikes Back line was. <laughs> I just remember the one that we did before. You know, I always listen to our shows, and I listened to that when I was driving back from California. I guess that was two years ago, <laughs> and uh, it was boring. <laughs> and it wasn't because of us; it was just boring what we were talking about. It's probably our most boring show. So I don't know. Ah, boy. Yeah. Um, okay, so also they had R2-D2. I probably already said that. So R2-D2, does he come with anything? Like a little... You know, there are something packaged up above his head, but I can't make it Uh out what it is. I'm going to assume that it is jet rockets, but I can't tell. Mm. Okay. So they, they... 
So they he didn't might... even cover these in their presentation. These were just things that were out yeah. on the display floor. So we, we don't know much about it. They showed FN two one two one eight seven, which is Finn in his stormtrooper gear. Seems logical they'd make yep. this. So those were the those were the uh, four main new ones that uh, were on display. I'm really surprised they haven't done Boba Fett for this line yet. That seems like a crowd pleaser and something they would do. That's a that's a good point. They have not made him or a Django. They usually go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Finn, Finn and Ray yeah. look like they're really, uh, you know, concentrating through their proctology exam. <laughs> These have actually got so much better with Force Awakens than they did. When they first started out, granted, this line, like when it came out in the Yoda package, it only had two figures. It had Clone Trooper from Episode 2 and a Anakin. Um, they weren't very good. They they absolutely weren't. And then the next wave was in the um, Darth Vader car because it was intended for the 3D release of Revenge of the Sith. That line, too, wasn't that great. But once they got to Force Awakens... That, granted, there's still five POA, but their sculpts got so much better. They're actually not five POA. They're seven. The wrist move. That's true. Yeah, some of yeah some of the newer ones, right? Yeah. So they have more articulation than the three three quarter inch. And then they had the ray out there as well, but some people have mm. found ray. I can't seem to find her in twelve inch form, but some people have found her. So Chris picked her up. You should go uh, put some stickers ago. on some stuff that says "Where's Ray." Maybe then you'll oh, find geez. it. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, this week uh, or last, yeah, earlier this week, some guy posted on Twitter a couple months ago. If you're <laughs> listening to this now, that uh, some guy was promoting his work on Twitter, where he made a vintage style looking stickers um, that said "Where's Ray." No matter how many figures you buy. You'll never get one or something like that, or you'll never find one. So I think it's completely ludicrous, misguided, and misinformed, but what can you do? It's pretty douchey, agreed. Yeah. It is hard to – Screw there? that guy. Yeah. Are you all there yeah. still? Yeah, we're here. Okay. We're just so taken aback by the that guy. Um. Okay, so what else caught your eye at Toy Fair besides this stuff? I'm going to say the uh... – sorry, I lost track of what I was talking about. Jake. I was hoping to see – Anything else catch your eye? I was hoping to see more from Mattel in regards to their character cars, Star Wars line, but they didn't show us anything we hadn't seen before. I think the only – new vehicle that they showed that's not out yet but we knew it was coming we've seen images of it is ray in her character car um oh there was a playset, uh death star playset, um like a track set but it didn't uh but it didn't show what car came with it so i was hoping for more from mattel in regards to that uh there was not too much else that i was too focused on i would say i was too taken back by it. i i we saw it already but i do want that um i don't collect lego but that lego at uh te walker from rebels captain rex's 
uh, Junker one looks awesome. Yeah, I I so wish Hasbro would get on board with that vehicle and make that for the three and three quarter inch. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Great, a great just uh, tooling change to the mold they already have and have it come packed in with a Gregor and a uh, Wolf and would be set. Those are the old days. <laughs> yeah, what was it that Hasbro said about large vehicles? It was something like that. It's just too cost prohibitive. Like I said, the BMF would be like $500 nowadays or something. Someone someone had, and I, I hate it because I don't remember who, but someone asked them about re-releasing the BMF. And they said if they re-released it, it would cost around 500 to $600. And I've been trying to figure out why. I mean, plastic is cheap right now, which is obvious. I mean, if they're making a 12-inch figure that actually has more articulation than a 3-and-3-quarter-inch figure, only $2 more. Clearly, plastic's pretty cheap. My um, wife just texted me during this call and said, I just got gas for $1.34. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's come on now. Bucks. That's, that's been nice. But I was in college 20-plus years ago. Yeah. That was about that price. But, so, I mean, that's so pretty good. Pretty plastic good. is cheap. And I know they said labor is is more expensive there in, in China now. But is it that much more? I mean, there's no new molding to have to do for a, a new BMF. You just You already have all the molds. You don't have to pay a sculptor or anything. That's all done. You just have to, you know, process the molds. Mm-hmm. Is it just that it's so many pieces that it's more cost costly to crank out those pieces and put it together? Or got to have some of that cost offset by the fact that oil is way cheaper now. Because in two thousand so, and two thousand and eight, when did that sucker come out? Two thousand two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah. Gas was not this price. I think with, no, it was, was that this was an era where it was almost like five dollars in places. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah, this, it's a yeah. fifth of the cost when it comes to plastic costs. So and I, Hasbro was telling us, and Hasbro was telling us back then that the figures were being more expensive because of the price of gas, not only for the price of plastic uh, as a petroleum product, but the price to to ship them over here by tanker was more costly. But if I just, I really wonder why is this so much more expensive? I mean, why are three and three quarter five points of articulation figures only eight, or eight bucks? You know, it seems kind of ridiculous. But I, I um, Star Wars. I, I just the, the, what I was saying earlier. Um, it comes from Star Wars Action News. They posted on their Facebook okay. page in relation to from what Hasbro said about the BMF and and on on the Star Wars Action News Facebook page it says the BMF Falcon can't be re-released because it would cost hundreds more to make today than back when they did so no release with the TFA Falcon um they said it would cost 500 to 600 dollars to re-release that thing jeez that's a, that's that's hard to for me to actually because hmm. the Falcon was 150 when it came out in 2008. I mean, that's yeah. What else has gone up? That that's we're looking at what? Um, Lego. Lego's the only times, thing that holds that. Retail. You're looking at four times the price of something now, right? It'd be four times more expensive to put something else now. What else that was put out back then that could be re-released now would be four times more expensive? Exactly. No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Lego sets are, are getting bigger and bigger, but their costs aren't going up astronomically. Uh, and Ryan, you brought up the great point before in the past, I think many times when we've talked about it, is that a 5 POA 3 and 3 quarter figure costs, what, $7 now. 
But a masher that has way more points of articulation costs ten dollars. You know, right? I mean, how can they justify that change? I, you know, because that's what they always talk about. Well, the tooling of doing all the extra joints is what costs so much money, is what Hasbro keeps saying. And yet these mashers are getting out there for ten bucks a piece easily. The only thing I can figure is the angular sculpts of everything means that they don't have to be as precise on the sculpts on um, mashers as they do on three and three quarter. But I mean, it is kind of ridiculous. I, I got this idea when I saw there was wrestling figures out now that you can swap limbs with and stuff like that, much like mashers, and yet they're realistic wrestling figures. And I was like, why can't they do this with Star Wars? I, I wouldn't mat wouldn't matter to me if instead of build a weapon, throw that out completely, take your masher idea and put it in with three and three quarters, so you can just swap everything around on the figures. Um, if that helps get us multi articulation, then all the better. You know, that's what they've done in the THB, the turtle line, that they've made uh, the new figures now have all uh, limbs that can be popped off and switched uh, with other figures, and guess what the price is? The huh. same. Of course, yeah. <laughs> now, granted, I'm, I'm, I'm betting with turtles, there's not near as many molds. Like, they can reuse a lot of the same mold over and over. You know, there's some politics going on with Hasbro that is quite a bit different than years in the past. They, they, they've got deeply entrenched... Uh, with some type of mind frame that other toy companies don't share or don't abide by the fact that, you know, other companies are back metalizing other companies are releasing way more articulated figures for, you know, less cost. Um, the fact that they've taken some of their most brilliant concepts like builder droids and the vintage cards and, uh, the black series three and three quarter and either retired it or put it out to other companies to produce like Disney or Walmart to have an exclusive, there's just some really weird, weird dynamics going on behind the scene that, uh, uh, yeah, other companies, Playmates, for example, I saw another three foot brand new playset for THB Digital Turtles just yesterday. It is another massive playset that's completely different than the sewer they had a few years ago. How much is and, it? Uh, my gosh, I forgot to look. It's probably a hundred though. It, oh, this, okay. this time it's a big Leonardo that then transforms and opens up into all these different environments that have That's all these cool. like jail cells and stuff. So you can have it like a huge three foot displayed figure, or you can break it down and transform it into a playset. But again, we're seeing playsets on the market in 2016. Yet Hasbro says they can't do it. Wouldn't that be cool to have like a giant Darth Vader figure or something? Or Kylo Ren or whatever, like Darth Vader transforms into a giant Death Star playset or Kylo Ren into a Starkiller base or, you know, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, it's being done, just not by Hasbro. And with rumors of Hasbro and Mattel thinking about merging, maybe things will change. That's, that's a monopoly. I don't think it's going to happen. happen. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree. I don't big. think that will happen. I, I know. Although neither one of them is the largest toy retailer anymore, but. Or toy manufacturer. Yeah. That's, that's true, Lego. but Lego's got one shtick, and that's Lego, whereas these guys got board games and Play-Dohs and Barbie dolls and Hot Wheels and action figures. I mean, it's just you would now have that all under one house. I don't think that's a possible. Yeah, I mean, we, we look at it from you know the traditional, if you will, boys' aisles type stuff. Um, Mattel has tons, and Hasbro does really too, of what what. It, has traditionally been called the girls' aisle type of stuff. Um, 
And so, yeah, there, there's a lot more money than probably what a lot of us see as far as action figures that would go if Mattel and Hasbro merged that, that's there. But You know, speaking of Lego, uh, did you see the Hoth Han? Jason, did you uh, notice what color <laughs> that uh, parka is? I did not. Really? Did not huh. Oh, from that from that new from that new place. Well, let me set? send you an image, and you tell me what color the uh, parka is. Hey, speaking of which, I've been meaning to bring this up for a while, but uh, Han Solo's coat on the Star Killer base is it blue or? It's blue. No, it's brown. blue. It's brown. Because there are images brown. where it looks blue in the movie, and there's images where it looks brown in the movie. That thing's blue. Take a look. Did uh, did you see the uh, link that I sent you on Skype? Very last one. Chase. That is a. F- that is a prototype, <laughs> and probably, probably not the final product. <laughs> just, just messing with us. Exactly. Okay. Well, that's all I got. So you know, there you go. Jason, did you, uh, you see anything else other than Phasma that you're uh, excited about at Toy Fair? The Kodo Phasma, um, not really. You know, I didn't have as much time to look at stuff this this weekend, but. Uh, I'm okay with what what Hasbro showed. I wish they would have shown more, but um, I didn't really look at any of the other toy companies. Like, did General Giant? Did they show anything? No, they usually don't. I didn't. I was, they I was hoping don't. to see something, but I didn't see anything here. What about Sideshow? Did they, they show don't anything? Go to toy Fair. No. They don't, because that's okay. Yeah, you know what? You know what really caught my eye was the Super Seven Masters yes. of the Universe figures. <laughs> Vintage style Masters of the Universe figures sculpted in, in, their, in the old Kenner. The Kenner those style. are fun. Those are Did fun. Did you see a price uh, on those? No, but I know they're going up for pre-order next in April or something. They can't. They can't be more than the other ones that they've released. Ten dollars, something like that. I bet they're. Did you guys see that? Ten bucks each. Funko is doing uh, Game of Thrones three and three quarter inch figures that are more than five points of articulation as well. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Hmm. You know, and Funko. Somebody asked at Toy Fair if uh, asked Hasbro if they were into that idea of the retro figure, and they said, "Yeah, you know, we 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 we've talked about it, but it wouldn't. It's not something we're pursuing right now because we feel like it's a whole new beast, and we're just really busy with all the stuff we got going on right now. That it's just not something that we're looking to pursue or or to go after." And so, also um, known as Hasbro answer number two. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't sound like that's anything remotely that you're going to get from Hasbro in the future at all, because they've, they, they've in their mind they've got five six years of brand new movies to produce, and there's rumors of a new animated show and all sorts of stuff. So, I that that ship I, is sailed from Hasbro's point of view. Now what we need to do is I, get them to sell that license to Funko or something. Right, right, because I think they could work with Funko on this because they work with Sideshow on the 12-inch figures. Yeah. You know, because Hasbro has the exclusive 12-inch license, but they they let uh, Gentle Giant and uh, and Hot Toys and what's the other one? Uh, Sideshow. They let them in on the action. And then they and yet, release you... the, the, the bottom of the barrel $10 stuff. Right. And yet, did you see there was something where Hasbro's going to be doing higher-end Marvel 12-inch figures to yes. try and compete with that high-end uh, sideshow type thing, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, these are like ultimate mm-hmm. versions. I mean, they, they're coming with like 
two or three head sculpts and different phases, different hands, different weapons. You know, it's if that proves to be successful with Marvel, maybe they'd move to to Star Wars. Well, right? I don't know. I I don't compare those two anymore because they're re-releasing. They're not re-releasing. They're they're doing more comic book two packs for Marvel. And uh, someone asked, hey, I saw comic book two-packs over there from Marvel are coming back. How about Star Wars? And he's like, yeah, no, not doing them. So, again, I, they, they, it's a different beast when it comes to Star Wars. Another thing I noticed from Toy Fair, non-Star Wars related, that uh, there's zero G.I. Joe. Yeah. Zero. Sounds like there won't even be uh, Toys R Us exclusive GI Joe figures this year. Wah wah. Yeah, I don't know why they are not. I mean, that's such a, one of their core core brands, and they're just kind of letting yeah. it flow in the wind right it's now. It's sad. It's sad. I feel sad for uh, GI Joe right now. It's time to bring Poor back GI Joe Extreme or something. <laughs> Maybe not that, <laughs> but. Tom, any uh, thoughts on Toy Fair other than what we've mentioned? I was, uh, while you guys were talking, I was going through the Lego stuff. I'm pretty impressed with that Mm -hmm. stuff. The new new Stormtrooper sculpt especially looks really great. Have you ever bought any of the Lego sets? Uh, Early on, I think I got the the very first uh, Mm X-Wing and a few other smaller sets. And... uh, I liked them. Uh, the uh, the new advent calendar. I think I'd I'd I'm, I might get the new advent calendar next year or this year later really? on. Yeah, it's got some really fun stuff in it. it does it does? Yeah. What does it have? I haven't looked at it. What does it have? Uh, it have oh, a boy. Yeti snow Chewbacca Chewy? type thing. Yeah. 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 Well, that that and uh, a few like other a snowman things. Snowman with a snowtrooper helmet and. It's mostly OT, is why Tom likes it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Those, those have been true. good sets the last few years, though. They've done a nice job with those. Oh, that's I, I know the last few years, I've been getting to buying more Legos as it is anyway. I don't buy it all, but like that Carbon Freezing Chamber set, which was leaked early or late last year, which I guess is finally going to come out in March. It's a cheap little set. It looks cool. but Yeah, they have a, they have a Dengar figure that looks really good. Uh, where's that advent calendar? There it is. It's got uh, – oh, it has a really cool-looking uh, cloud, uh, cloud City security guard. And uh, looks like a snowtrooper and a Luke Jedi back there, and a few other things. Really cool stuff. T uh, like a TC fourteen? No. What what's the uh, what's it's the like Empire a white three PO? Uh, it's E three. Well, it looked almost like silverish to me, but it could be the white one. I was thinking. I think it's E three PO is the white one, isn't it? Oh yeah. Okay, you're right. Yep. K three PO was the red one. Yeah. That's some really cool stuff. This advent calendar <laughs> looks great. TC-14 is from The Phantom Menace. 282 pieces, so that, that'll that be a fun fun set to get. Those are nice little sets. Uh, they're, they're pretty cool. Yeah, I saw the last one in Germany when I was there. I should have picked it up, but I I won't I won't let, let this one pass me by this time. Are these pretty easy to get in the States? Yeah, generally. You, they yeah. come out when they first yeah. hit, like around October or so, late September, yeah. October. Yeah. Okay. You can find them. If you wait till December, you can't find them anywhere. Right. Yeah, F- Fred Meyer usually gets a bunch in in October. Yeah. Huh, okay. Good. And good I found tip. mine this year where they had like a 20% off sale on all Legos. Wow. Yeah, no, the uh, Amazon always carries them as well. You can grab yeah. these on Amazon. Um, right. Help me out with one of these new Lego pieces. It's the Eclipse Fighter. It's this red and black 
fighter. Um, it comes with a Dengar on some type of weird speeder bike looking thing. And apparently the the driver of the Eclipse fighter is uh, looks like Nary N A A R E. I how come I have no idea what they're talking about here. I thought maybe this was for their new show that they were doing, the new Lego show this summer. The Freedom Makers? Yeah. It starts this summer. Oh, actually, in 15 minutes as of this recording, uh, the Force Awakens Lego special is going to be on Disney XD. Oh, crap. Today. I need to make sure I get that. I didn't realize that was um, today. <clears throat> yeah, Good night, I everybody. <laughs> I don't know what this Eclipse Fighter is from. It's got Dengar in it, like I said, but... News to me. I'm going to have to do my research. Apparently. Looks like there's a new dude sculpting the heads for these Lego figures because they look really great. Well, the sculpting has been getting better and better over the last few years. It's it's pretty impressive, Tom. Yeah, yeah. The more yeah, stuff really I good. buy, the more I wish I bought more. <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, I remember like the, the static Lego with no arms and, and just a yellow head. Yellow Who's head. We all know what changed yellow head, right? Lando. <laughs> well, no. Oh, the Plano Lando. space, right? No, what? once they once they got to produce uh, Orlando, it would have seemed pretty taboo to put him out in a yellow head and say, "Oh, that, yeah, that wouldn't have made any that wouldn't have made any sense." But well, yeah, that's a, I would have been a, fine with a good it. Good point. No, so that's why they care if Lando transitioned over to uh, you know tan and black. I don't care if Lando's head is yellow. Well, <laughs> I think Lando geez. would care if his head was yellow. Yeah, I'm betting there's some people out there who would care. Oh my god, I'm jaundice. <laughs> Lando's coming back in episode eight. He is. We keep hearing well, that. Have we heard he it have to. we heard it from Lando yet? Because he uh, leaked me on Rebels like a year in advance. I know. Yeah. I think they I think they don't let him talk anymore. When we saw him at the opening of the EMP, it looked like he was baked out of his mind. I'm sure he wouldn't yeah. said anything. <laughs> Where am I? Somebody said I was in Albuquerque. <laughs> Good old Lando. I love you. All right, guys. Time to wrap up the wow. show. Wow. Okay. I guess we will not be joined tonight by Chris B. from Jedi Business. Oh, yes. You know what? I just found it here, Jake. That Lego set is from the new TV show. Gotcha. Let's say I don't have a clue. The sign it's... on it says confidential TV special. Hmm. So does it? Interesting. Well... The the Nair guy, the N A A R E, whatever, however that's going to be pronounced, uh, yeah. has a red lightsaber, Jason. So Actually, you'll a be woman, so happy. Or look like a woman. Oh yeah, maybe it's a woman. I don't know, but I've never. Wa- I, I don't watch the Lego stuff, so I don't. Care. But it's just another idea that they're uh, putting this <laughs> putting these stories out there where there's all these Jedi and Sith in uh, OT. If I era. never see the story, it doesn't exist. <laughs> that's right. Jason's my benchmark. If he hasn't watched it, I know nothing about it. I'm, I already don't All right. care. All right. That does wrap up the show for tonight. I want to thank my co-host from MyGrowUpStarWars.com, Tom. Visit MyGrowUpStarWars.com. We've got a brand new website. You're going to love it. Bye. From Bendems to the Black Series. He collects them all. Our good friend Ryan. Uh, thanks for being here once again, uh, or for me being here, I should say. And uh, yeah, look forward to some uh, new uh, Collecting Cosmos episodes coming here very soon. And, uh, very good, because our fe- our feed's been pretty dead. I apologize to all our listeners. Our feed has been dead for a month. I'd love to be on your um, show, well, Ryan. Wasn't... Let me get you on, Tom. Okay, cool. 
we don't have uh, regularly scheduled episodes on our feed. Maybe someday, but that's just not the way it is right yeah, now. Yeah, it's it's kind of a mess, <laughs> but uh, I think all of us do pledge to uh, get our butts in gear and get some new content out there. It wasn't there. Didn't there used to be a comic show on this feed? <laughs> yeah, then the comics went to hell. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to be motivated about reporting on comics I, when you're like, ah, oh, I don't want to read this. I don't know. I've been I, liking I'm the comics a, lately, but some are good. But I have I have a hard time with some of them. As do I. And Ryan, uh, where where are uh, people in Seattle going to see you here in the next month and a half? Are you talking about Emerald City Comic Con? Yep. Yeah, Jake and I are doing a panel at Emerald City. I think that's supposed to be announced any day now. But um, Nice. Yeah, we're doing a panel. It's going to be the same one that I did at Star Wars Celebration, so it'll be on the different scales of Star Wars figures. But for this one, we're actually going to bring actual Star Wars figures to the panel so people can visually see the difference in sizes of some of these. That's going to work out real well, seeing that they're really tiny. Yeah. <laughs> we'll look for that. Yeah. I'm not going this year. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Neither am I. I'm just not enough Star Wars to keep me motivated. They aren't I would go to see you guys, though, but I uh, I don't know if I'm going to go or not. It is shocking that uh, in the year that Star Wars has peaked about as big as it's ever been since 1977, that Emerald City Comic Con, now the third biggest in the continental U.S., is super underrepresenting Star Wars this year. I mean, they don't have a, a single... Star Wars cast member. They don't have a single voice actor. They have very few artists. I mean, it's just really weird because in the years past, Star Wars is represented. It's it's normally. I mean, we had Anthony Daniels last year, and the year before, what we have uh, uh, Lando, and we've had you know Ray Park, and we've and, had we've had yeah. lots of characters coming through town. But this year, and it's also weird because this is the same company that owns. Star Wars Celebration. You would think there would be some crossover. Isn't that uh, isn't that crazy? Just makes no sense. Makes no sense. I'm not happy about it. Uh, it's crazy world. It's nutty. It's wacky. Well, even mm. last September, they also own uh, Portland's Comic Con, the uh, Rose City, and uh, they brought Carrie Fisher down. And uh, did they also bring? No, that was Zeb. Zeb was at Emerald City Comic Con last year. But yeah, Carrie Fisher was in town just in September. I mean, they obviously have access to these, but, yeah, no love this year. Speechless. That's the way it goes. All right. <laughs> from from com. Jake? Shut yeah, up. <laughs> when I'm not shutting up, I'm on the website. Uh, we've got some Toy Fair coverage up there. I'm still uh, uh, collecting all information from those who were in attendance. So, uh, But we still have some coverage up there kind of break down what was uh, out and what Hasbro sent us from press photo sides. Um, also, we've introduced uh, 12-inch figures to the site now, so we'll be covering those a little more. And uh, Hot toys? No, only Hasbro. Hasbro and Kenner. So we have the modern, what I'm calling the uh, modern uh, Hero Series 12-inch up already. Um, working on the Kenner, working on the Power of the Force Collector Series. Uh, I'm going to put those up for too long. And, uh, yeah, so that's what's new over there. And, Jake, you know, you're free to put the article that J- that Chris posted, too. I know I sent it on to you, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the one on, yeah, I got distracted with Toy Fair. The one for um, characters still need to be made from 
The Force Awakens. Awesome. Yeah, yeah great article that's already up. Uh, you can catch it at JediBiz.com. Ryan breaks and, down all the figures. You know, he already crossed one figure off, the Maz Kanata on there. But. Yeah, seriously. And I, you know what? I found three more figures just watching today when I saw The Force Awakens. I was like, ah, those should probably go on my list. Trying to wrap it up here, boys. <laughs> All right. This is Jason for Galaxy of Toys saying good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.